This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, (laughs) what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, and even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you, you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal that I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. This is iFanboy Special Edition, Captain Shazam. Welcome to my fanboy special edition Shazam. My name is Connor Kilpatrick, and I'm here with Paul from Montgomery. 
Hello, Shazam. And we're talking about not Captain Marvel, Shazam. This is the second straight Captain Marvel movie that's come out for the comic book crowd. It's wild. It's bizarre. It's a a crazy coincidence, and they both have Jiman Hansu, if I (laughs) pronounced that correctly. That's right. That's right. So this is the uh, Shazam film from DC and Warner Brothers, written by Henry Gaiden and directed by David F. Sandberg, whose work I'm not familiar with. He's a horror director. Yeah, he is a horror director. Interesting. I only know that because just before this podcast, there was an article that I was looking up Shazam information, and the first article that popped up was talks about going from horror to Shazam. Interesting. This film Maybe. stars Zachary Levi as Shazam, as, as Paul mentioned, Jaiman Hansu as the wizard Shazam, Mark Strong as Dr. Savannah, and then you got a bunch of people. Sad. Jack Dylan Grazer as Freddie Freeman. Asher Angel plays young Billy Batson, or Billy Batson, I guess, just Billy Batson. And a whole lot of other people. There's a lot of characters. Spoiler warning, if you haven't seen the film, you might want to pause and come back as we talk about the latest DC film. There's one major spoiler I can think of. We'll wait a little, a few yeah. minutes. Yeah. I went in with very low expectations. Okay. I saw the teaser, which I enjoyed. I didn't see the full-length trailer. Oh, okay. But I went in with low expectations just because it's an odd property to do. It's an odd tone to try to capture. Zachary Levi's an interesting choice for Shazam, not the first choice you would think of. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know who wrote and directed it. Like, I'd heard nothing about that. So I was like, yeah, I'll just go. I'm, I'm not really, like, getting my hopes up. And a few minor quibbles aside, I had a really fun time. It's a really charming movie. It's a I really think. charming movie. The cast is incredibly charming. I legitimately had a good time. I laughed a lot. Yeah. I thought they did as best they probably could with a character like Captain Marvel. Now there's some it's a tough weird tonal thing. things. The tone's all kind of all over the place. And and uh, I don't really know how this movie would fit in with the rest of the DC movies. But that aside, like I had a really fun time watching Shazam. And I mean, and it does, and this isn't the spoiler I was talking about, but mm-hmm. it, it does take place in the DC movie universe. Right. Like, we like see hardcore. Superman. <laughs> yeah, sort of, yes. Sort of. We see bust down Superman. We see that costume. The main story is that, you know, the, the wizard is looking for uh, a champion. He's been looking for a champion for decades. The, the movie Since op- the 70s, at least. The movie opens in the 70s in which young Thaddeus Savannah is taken from his father's car to the wizard's temple to be the champion. But he obviously does not pass the test of the seven deadly sins and he is sent back and he spends the rest of his life trying to get back there to get the power. Meanwhile, we cut to the present day in which basically a story ripped from Grant Morrison and Dale Eaglesham's modern day Shazam comics. A uh, young Blue mm-hmm. Batson who's an orphan ends up in a group home in Philadelphia with a bunch of adorable foster brothers and sisters and a very nice couple running the home in a very the Vasquez's. You live, in, you, you live in Philadelphia. Yes, a I do. Spacious, so this is a weird movie for me. A spacious house. A spacious Enormous. old Victor- a Victorian house. I was I was marveling at the size of that house. I don't know if they got a grant because... <laughs> How lucrative is the foster, foster parenting business? Because that is a giant house. Or like they inherited it <laughs> right. from their previous foster parents. I don't know. 
But he ends up, uh, through an altercation with a school bully, running from them on a subway, ends up being taken to the wizard's temple via subway, where he does indeed pass the test and, and gets imbued with the power of Shazam, and then spends the rest of the movie figuring out his powers, figuring out his name, which never, they never quite figure out, and then end up fighting Dr. Savannah, who finds his way back into the temple and steals the evil powers and becomes uh, a, a supervillain. Puts it in his head. It's his eye. And uh, has the seven deadly sins uh, in powers when, that are manifested as these creatures, and he rent, wrecks Played havoc. by Andy Serkis, apparently. Really? All of them? What are some of the... It's, it, Wikipedia says Andy Serkis and stunt performers. Interesting. So he did some... They were on set. Maybe he, like, taught them, or, like, he was, like, the lead one. Interesting. Well, he ends up... Uh, he ends up... He wants all the power, so he tracks down... Sh- not Shazam, or just... Billy and uh, mm-hmm. and once the powers himself, they have a superhero fight, and it all ends up with the Marvel family. Although they're getting the fucking Marvel family, uh, the Shazam family all getting the, their powers well, and fighting. I don't know Shazam. if you got this, but we had a little like sort of advertisement thing ahead of the movie when we mm-hmm. saw it. Now I saw this like a month ago because they had an early screening of it. For it, was a, it was like two, two Fandango weeks ago. VIP members. Yeah, it was like, two it was like three weeks ago. Okay. Uh, they had a little clip at the beginning with the the two main kid actors and Zach Levy, and they welcomed us formally to the Shazamly. Hmm. So that's I don't know if that's officially what they're calling. It. They don't say that word in the movie. We've joked on the Pick of the Week show about how, and I've joked and I've complained that since the official name change from Captain Marvel to Shazam, the family no longer makes sense in terms of the naming conventions. Yeah, and, and Mary Marvel and, and Captain Marvel Jr. And so, as a result, they just haven't been named in the books. They don't call them by names, and that's very confusing and kind of annoying. Yeah. And the same thing happens here. In the, I'm looking up on IMDb and it lists them as Mary Shazam, Freddie Shazam, Eugene Shazam, Pedro Shazam, Darla Shazam, and I don't. Know oh, that that's, so they're using Shazam as the last name. I don't know if that's a good idea, but I, I also don't know if that's an official thing. It's just an IMDb, but uh, anyway. We'll get to them because they come in at the very end. I really like this. And Zachary Levi is a guy who was the lead on Chuck, who I liked a lot. And yep. Very unconventional choice. He's not what you picture in your head for a big square-jawed Fred McMurray, Captain Marvel. But No. And he, he like looks like a dude in a padded suit. Yes. Although, like it's part, partly the suit design, I guess, and then just partly like his body type. He doesn't look like a naturally muscular I mean he is a naturally muscular guy and he did bulk he up is. for the role like he's he's fit he's you know but like he's not like well, well you know when they first started talking about this movie or this property it was the rock right and we right. didn't know if the rock was going to be Shazam or Black Adam and then finally he says like I'm going to be Black Adam and we don't know if that movie's ever going to happen Although he was an executive producer on the film Yes he is So like you know Zachary Levi very famously or not famously he put his workout pictures online to prove to people he was bulking up and he did bulk up just not necessarily to the extent that the the film shows but he looks he looks like a like a guy who works at like Six Flags who is like has taken care of himself obviously but is mostly wearing like a padded superhero costume that's just what the costume looks like which kind of makes sense in a weird way it for works the for it you know? because like yeah 
he is a kid in an adult body, so it makes kind of sense that the body is a little odd. I think it was just the yeah. shoulders. The shoulders are just gigantic. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a look. I, I have know. no doubt it's that like, much it's of, like Turbo Man thing going on. I have no doubt that much of it was him. Just that yeah. some of some of it was a little padded. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. I mean, it's not like the bat suit's not a little padded. You know, that's just the way it goes. Anyway, the point is, he's really charming, and I thought, you know, it, it's obviously very similar to Big Tom Hanks and that classic movie about a kid becoming an adult, but which he, they make reference to. Which there's a very I couldn't decide if it was heavy-handed or or cute or I just let it go. I think that I think they earned it. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't linger on it. If he had like, no. so it's, so yeah, he, it's not. A, it's not a sequence. It's just like a, a middle beat. middle of a fight. Super at the toy store. He lands on a giant piano and steps on it. Makes it sense. Anyway. Uh, yeah, the floor piano and I thought he did a great job of portraying a kid inside an adult's body. He had yes. that sort of. Guile, and he's not like a kid. It's not like he's eight. He's fifteen, so he's a little bit. He's a teenager in an adult's body, so he has that sort of guileless thing because he's not really an adult. It doesn't really understand the adult world, but he he can fake it a little bit. But really, it's he couldn't. I was sort of of two minds on that because I thought he was really good in that, but the way the younger actor plays Billy, he was great. He's like Asher he, he was good. I will say he he's acting a little bit like kind of like like trying to be a tough guy like obviously not a tough kid but right. or like you know he he can hold himself but like he was sort of like he's he's kind of like Billy as himself is kind of unlikable for much of the movie because he's so mean to his foster siblings he's got this chip on his shoulder mm-hmm. and then you get to Zachary Levy as oh as he, did, he, did, he did so he did defend Freddie that's how he got in trouble in the first place I mean he yes did. that's true yeah he, he eventually does and, he had and, he had the emotional armor up that a kid on the living foster and foster would have and right. so it's no, just, no, it's just a matter of and, chipping it away throughout the film until it's gone by the end but I would I think one of the I, w- I wouldn't say the saving grace because there's a lot to like about this movie but I, I think one of the sort of like stars of this movie is Freddie. Yeah, he's great, and I I love the conceit that he is a he is a this is a world where superheroes exist. He has like, I, I love that he has like uh, footage that he's that he watches on YouTube of like Batman sightings, and he's yeah. got like this debris that may be from somewhere, or this bullet that may yeah. have hit Superman, like. And he had, he had a different superhero T-shirt on every time you saw him. So he had, yeah, he's got like Aquaman stuff and and one, one it's, it's cool. And, and but he's that, like yeah. he is the superhero super fan, whereas Billy is not. And so he goes to Freddy for like, what do I do? Like how how did you know how does it work to be a superhero? And I thought that was a really cool dynamic without Freddy feeling like pathetic. No, like, not at all. He's a real. He's just a cool kid, and like he's got a good head on his shoulders. He just happens to be a super fan, and know all this stuff. And he can get kind of carried away sometimes, like we all do. Well, but, they're kids. That's um, I think that that's the important a, thing yeah. to remember is the they're all the main the main characters other than Doctor Savannah and the and the parents are kids. So they they make they make dumb kid mistakes that you are annoyed mm-hmm. by, but that's what kids do. So when he tells everyone at school he's best friends with. Fucking whatever they call him at that point, and he's gonna show up at my lunchtime and and show you all because he was picked on. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a dumb kid thing to do, and so 
I really liked all those little. Now you mentioned choices. school. This is one of the holdovers from the source material. It is Fawcett Central. Hi, Central School. Now, well, I I pointed this out on, online when I first saw it. It it is apparently a school from K through twelfth right. grade. Right. 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 Because their little sister goes there, and she's like kindergarten, first grade, maybe. She's young, yeah. She's young. And then their older sister is like maybe going away to college, so she's she's 12th grade. Well, Billy's 15, so he would be in school with Mary. Right. But like they're in the same, literally in the same building as the little sister. That was, yeah, you'd expect that kind of school in a small town. And this is like, this is called Fawcett Central and has a cafeteria. And like they do point out that they don't all have the same lunch times. Like they, like that that was a, a thing that I'm glad they pointed out. It was like they all showed up at that last scene at lunch and was like, why are all these kids in the same lunchroom at the same time if they're in different grades and like what? And they they point out that they switch their lunches around or something. And yeah. So that's and also if my Philly, I've lived in Philly my whole life. If my geography is correct and the context clues they give us, there e- that is either in University City where Drexel campus is or the middle of the Schuylkill River is where that high school is. <laughs> Based on the Market Frankfurt stops that he's taking. And, and 30th Street Station, which is a major touchstone for Philly, is where the Wizard Shazam's temple is or, or the, you know, where he gets transported to it. So that's kind of interesting. There's a, there's This is mostly shot in Toronto. Right. There's some familiar skylines for Philly people. But otherwise, it's, this is kind of like, where are they? Like, what? <laughs> now Philadelphia finally gets, feels like New York I know. So many friends who live in New York and they're like, they like, you know, watching Daredevil, like they're like, they just went from the Bronx to, you know, Staten Island in two seconds or whatever. Is the William Penn statue that big? It's big. It's weird because you it's up really high on the top of a skyscraper. So you don't see it. Because when 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 they get destroyed, the head lands in the street. I thought it was a much it's like I thought it was a much smaller statue. It's not like man size. It's bigger than a man. Like mm. I, but I don't know how much bigger. But it's it's a hard thing to get your wrap your head around the scale of it because it's up high in the air. Right. So like you don't see it at your level. True. I like the family stuff a lot. I like the dynamic with the kids. You know, That's my, it's my favorite stuff in the movie. The kid, yeah. all the stuff at home, the foster home was great. I like the parents struggling to you know connect with Billy and keep the family together and. Amongst the chaos of all these kids running around, and I liked, they all had different problems. They all, you know, they all different issues. And Mary getting into college, but, but being conflicted about leaving, and and the, I liked Eugene in the video games. Like they were all, they all had little things, little bits of business that gave them a little bit of personality, which I liked. Mm, and and it's, I think it's a real crowd pleaser moment when you find out, oh, they are going to get their powers. They are going to become the Shazamly. That was my favorite. Please never say that again. That was my favorite bit. Was when at the end when they all got the power. I, d- and... I didn't know they were going to do that. I was like, oh, maybe they'll save it for the sequels or something. Yes, but I was like, surprised. And like, yeah, you get to see, you know, uh, like adult superhero versions of all of those kids. And they had, you know, some major. Adam Brody plays adult Freddy. Adam and Brody is the notable one, I think. Megan Good was Darla, and DJ Cortona was Pedro, and he's he was in GI Joe. Like they're, they're all fairly. You know, not sizable, but they're they're all well recognizable in some way. I thought it was the same actress playing Mary because she's she's yeah. an she's an adult, but apparently it wasn't the same actress playing Mary. Yeah, I had to check it, and it was like that's the, that's just the same girl, just in a no. Strange. So that's good casting, I guess. 
But Adam Brody is actually perfect casting for that kid. Yes, yes. Like that's totally who he grows up to be. They're going to have a hard time when these kids start growing up really fast. Yeah, that's the thing. I thought it was really interesting when we got you know the, the villain storyline with Doctor Savannah. He goes to his father's company and kills everyone. And how old is his dad? Well, the thing is, like, he's still alive. He's he was old in seven. It's John Glover. The best part of Smallville. Doctor Savannah is played by Mark Strong with a shaved head, and kind of gives off Lex Luthor vibes. And then sure. He goes to his dad's company named after them, and it's played by John Glover, who played Lex Luthor's father in Smallville, who ran the company named after them, too. So it was like, it was like very much... I don't know if I ever got the the very strong Lex Luthor parallels before with Dr. Savannah, but it was very obvious in the film to me. Like, it felt very Lex Luthory. Like, this is more Lex Luthory than the actual DC um, <laughs> cinematic universe Lex Luthor. Right, it was very Lex Luthory. It was It was... I was like, wow, that's John. I mean, you know, John Glover. Like, I just mean uh, traditionally Lex Luthor. I don't want to say like, oh, that's you know. But sure, it's just it's just odd that they. It's not my favorite portrayal of Lex Luthor. They made the choice to cast John Glover, who played Lex Luthor's father, in, to playing the father of a guy with a shaved head. Hey, who, if you have the opportunity to cast John Glover in something, do it because that guy's awesome. Absolutely, it was just interesting. Yeah, Mark Strong's always he's a really great actor. He's always good. I thought he did a good job of selling the kind of silly, over-the-top villain stuff. Like, he was a great Sinestro. Yeah. It just happened to be the wrong project for it. <laughs> it's it's the same way I feel about Henry Cavill as Superman. Like, he's yeah. a great Superman, but I just don't like the movies that he's Superman in. Right. It would have been great if he was Superman in this, because then... <laughs> well, he was offered the walk-on cameo at the end. In yeah, which... he was busy. Shazam shows up to lunch at school to back up Freddy's claim that they're buddies, and then he brings along Superman as the hammer joke, and you only see him from the neck down. I feel like they could have just, at that point, gotten, like, Jason Momoa or somebody who would be willing to make the cameo. Oh, like, to, to come in as Aquaman. Yeah. yeah, but it was interesting because as different as the Marvel movies can be in terms of, like, spy movie or heist movie or straight up superhero movie or whatever a space story mm-hmm. they all feel totally as part of a piece like you never yeah. and you, some would say to a fault that they're very homogenous but but uh, you never I, you never get the sense that you're not watching something part of the same world whereas no, absolutely yeah here i mean i i have a really hard time seeing this in the same world as batman v superman you know what i mean and i know that's not like a big deal and, I, and it's not yeah. a fault of the film i just find it very it's more of a observation on the still the state of the dc movies in that they don't feel it's very much in flux it's in flux every film feels completely different which can be great but also if you're trying to make the shared universe i just it's hard i have a hard time seeing wonder woman in this world or i mean we Billy just saw wonder woman's world I'm, I'm assuming you saw but the the new joker trailer yeah. came out this week well, and that's, 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 a whole that's another totally different but that's not that's not yeah. in the shared world though I, I know it's not supposed to be but just it's it's sort of um there's it's almost like a lot of mixed messaging yeah which is not a big deal it's just like you know it felt like a lighter-hearted dc universe than the one we've seen so far i mean it's closer to aquaman in tones of tone but yeah i I just have a real hard time seeing this that was my that was actually my initial reaction to it was in thinking about since i saw it so many weeks ago and i was like you know how do i recommend this to people and i was like i know there are people 
I'm friends with that would love this movie. I know there are people that I'm friends with who would not very much not like this movie. And my mm-hmm. thing is, if you don't like Aquaman, if you didn't like Aquaman, if you didn't get something out of Aquaman, I yeah. don't think you're going to like this one at the, at the very least. This is probably more traditional, even though it feels like a throwback superhero Tra- film. I would, traditional sort of like 90s-ish. Well, I mean, Aquaman's very like out there. Because I got those vibes out of Aquaman and Wonder Woman. That yeah. those felt like more like um, Superman the movie, which it's not the nineties, but seventies. Um, yes, it's the seventies. Very far, yeah. But like this one, I think felt very like I don't know if I'd put it in the camp with like the Shadow and the Phantom, but no, no, it's campy though, and it's like it it wears the the comic book thing on its sleeve, whereas. Batman versus Superman and Justice League, which I still haven't seen all of yet, <laughs> feel like they're trying to get away from that. They're trying yeah, they're, to be they're more, running from it. Like, this, what if it was? Yeah. What if superheroes were real? Not like, what if superheroes were real? <laughs> this is you know very bright costume and silly, silly. Yeah. it's as much a comedy as it is anything else. Uh, there's it has one of my favorite, um, just straight up like like Incredibles style superhero gags. Like just lightly um, making a pastiche of the of the the superhero genre, if there's a such thing, the bit where they're flying at the end and uh, Silvana is monologuing. Yeah, that was great. But he's but they're like high up in the air and like Shazam is like several yards or maybe a mile away from him, and Silvana just assumes he can hear him. And Shazam's like, what? I can't hear. I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> that was a great bit. He was like, a, they're like a hundred yards apart, and Savannah's doing his vill- yeah. villain speech. And they kept cutting from the speech to Shazam, to Shazam going, I, what? And you just hear him, like you just see him gesturing and stuff, <laughs> and like just the way they, the, the way they directed it and and edited it. It's a, it's a good gag. It was a very funny movie. The people I saw it with had a great time. All very different levels of interest in these kind of films. It was a crowd pleaser. I think it has just a, a ton of heart. And some some great comedy beats like, you know, you see a lot of it in the trailer and probably was in the teaser, the stuff where they go to the convenience store, which, by yes. the way, if they're in Philly, that should be a Severawawa. And it should be selling Yingling. And, and it shouldn't be a nondescript convenience store because we don't have those. We just have Sevs <laughs> and Wawas. It should totally be a Wawa. That bit was great, too. You know, like that was it was it was good. It was just like I wish I hadn't seen all of it in the. Right. But like, you know, also they they buy beer because they're teenagers and they drink it, and, and they hate end it. up not liking it. They end up spitting it out <laughs> and dreamt in buying soda. Like it was funny. And then I also like the the strip club bits were funny too. Yeah, I was going to mention that. I I think the the like getting the beer and then spitting out the beer because they don't like it sort of like tells you a lot of what you need to know about the mood and tone of this movie. Yeah, like that they are teenagers, but like they don't like the taste of beer. Right. They find out that it's gross. They've never had it before. Right. So I, I, I love the bit. It's it's like stupid and silly, but the bit with the um the security guard at the school, <laughs> and like oh you need to be picked up by an adult or uh, a guardian it's or like something. And then he just like go, and and young Billy goes around a corner and for like a second and then does the Shazam thing, which creates a huge noise. Yeah. <laughs> And then comes around and and is like this, and he's wearing a trench coat like over his superhero costume. It's great. Yeah, it's it was great. funny. It was. I, I mean, I was really impressed with the jokes. Mm-hmm. 
I was just impressed how much fun it was. That's what I'm looking for from these movies because the Marvel movies are fun. The DC movies up until, you know, Wonder Woman was really they weren't fun. They were they were not fun. Right. Yeah. These movies should be fun because they are silly. It's refreshing. You either embrace this the inherent silliness that is superheroes on the live action screen, or you run hard from it. And when you do that, you end up with Man of Steel and Batman v Superman and Justice League. Yeah. It's just that that moment when when you find out. Okay, what you you very quickly realize that this movie is charming and fun and isn't taking itself too seriously very early on. But it's like that that moment in Wonder Woman where she gets the ice cream. Yeah. And then like she like she almost acts like a little girl, like she's so enthusiastic and excited about ice cream and she's never had it before. And like I remember watching Wonder Woman for the first time and and being like, okay. And like just like sort of like like resting back in my seat and being like, they understand. We are we aren't gonna get super yeah, this is not yeah, it's like almost yeah. like that ice cream moment was like a it's a turning point for the, the filmmakers, movies. like assuring you that, like, we get it. Yeah. Plus, if you have a movie about kids, yeah, yeah, it has to be. You can't be too dark. Then it, it, this it gets, is uniquely placed as that. This is the movie where you do that, and to make it about family and found family, and I, the, the kids are are so good. They were really good. They're all the kids are really good. And so it feels so awesome when they get to be superheroes themselves and they each get their own color and like, especially like, like the, the little sister Yeah. and that actress, I'm not familiar with the actress as an adult, mm-hmm. but she's so good at, at playing like, cause she's the youngest of them. Right. Like, and so like she Karen. has to do like what Zachary Levy is doing, but like amped up because she's an especially young kid and she's like super fast. Yeah. She's like so excited to be in that form and then to also have the support and the uh, the celebration from her siblings. Like, you're doing it. and like She's the member of the family that she wants everyone to keep getting along and be happy, right? So she's yeah, extremely... Yeah. When there, uh, uh, there's a lot of joy on the screen when they're a superhero team. And they may mm-hmm. not exactly know how to do what they're doing or what they're doing, but, you know, when, when, when Pedro holds the wheel up and he's like, yep. I'm doing it. Because all he wanted mm-hmm. to be—he's—he's he's the fat kid who wants to be strong and fit, and now he is as as a superhero. So he's like, you know, I finally can do it, and that was you know a great moment for him. And and uh, Eugene, who who's like shooting out the bolts of lightning like he's in Mortal Kombat, you know, it was fun. Is there also the the subtext that he's gay as yeah, well? Yes, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When they went to the strip club, he was not impressed. It, it was like like so he said like this. He said like it's not my thing or whatever when they right. And yeah. I didn't want to like put too much into like one bit of dialogue, but also like in a movie with this many characters, you do have to put that much into that little bit of dialogue. Like that wouldn't. Yeah, I think be there. it was a very pointed line. Yeah, you know, when they, it, they, exactly. All, yeah. all these young teenage kids seeing their first naked lady, and he's like, "It's not my thing." It's very pointed, and it. And I like that you're you're never in there with them. Yeah. You just like smash cut to the outside of the the place, right? And then they come out. It's a, it's a great running gag in the movie. That part was really well done. Like Freddie knows them at this point. Yes, because he would be the one they would all love. He's charming. Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot of fun. That's what I keep coming back to in this movie. Is it's fun. It's fun in a different way than Aquaman was fun. Aquaman is fun in like this over the top like riding you know sharks yes. into battle kind of way. This is a fun in a it's funny. Everyone's really charming. It embraces what it is, you know, wholeheartedly. There's rocky mm-hmm. jokes. 
There are Rocky jokes. There is pretty much right away a cheesesteak joke. <laughs> Listen, you go with what Because I didn't know that going. I didn't know it was set in Philly going in. Mm. And then all of a sudden they have like this news thing that sets up that they're in Philadelphia. And I guess there were some skyline things in the uh, in the trailer, but it, I thought it was sort of like... Um, Random city. Like when Arrow city. first came out yeah. and like they used like bits of skyline from like three different cities right. philly was one of them i just thought it was going to be Fawcett city you know so i right. was surprised yeah. when it was philadelphia and i was like whoa okay yeah and when they were in the the in the cafeteria where you first see Fawcett central in the background I was like oh did they originally want it to be Fawcett city and then they changed it at some point and then they just never took that out maybe they're saying Fawcett is like a neighborhood in the middle of the Schuylkill River, as far as I can in, in, the, in the DC universe, there's a neighborhood there <laughs> called Fawcett. I don't know because it's like it, it's like one stop. It's it's like one or two stops away from 30th Street Station on the Market Frankfurt line. And so if they pretend like it doesn't make a turn and it just goes straight, I could see it being in Schuylkill River, or else it's in Fishtown. But the subway anyways. jokes were funny when he when he yeah. pulled into the Wizard Cave and he looked at the map and looked back out, looked at the map again, like where am I? Was Funny. It was funny. It had a lot of good jokes, smart jokes. At the time, I didn't know how I felt about it, but I kind of like, in retrospect, I like that they played up the wizard stuff as just just totally straight. Yeah. It's Hansu in literally like, like a long white beard. <laughs> like he's doing like a Dumbledore thing yeah, kinda, yeah. in his own voice because he doesn't, he never really changes his voice anywhere. And it's like, yeah, these these seven gargoyles represent the seven deadly sins. And it's, it's just, they play it totally like. Yeah. They don't like try to, you know, there's no levity to it to the point where when he says, you know, take my staff in your hands. And then Billy is like, right, like, like a kid would be would be like, hey, he said, hold his staff. And right. that's the first point where they actually kind of poke fun at it up until yeah, then. So it's just it's like totally, totally like this is serious. This is I have the power of Hercules and, you know, all these. And it's like it's I mean, if you've got a movie with a talking evil caterpillar, you have to. Oh my god, yeah, I forgot about that. It's one of those out-of-body experiences when you're seeing these latter-day superhero movies. Right. Where it's like I can't believe, you know, like I can't believe I'm seeing this tender moment of Rocket Raccoon on screen. <laughs> right. In a in like and there's a, a bunch of people in this audience and like he's on backpacks and stuff and like so now like the caterpillar. Of it's course. It's Mr. Mind, right? That's what that is. I th- I'm I'm bad on my Shazam. History. I'm pretty sure uh, it's Mr. Mind. Talkie Tawny is not here. But there are a lot of tiger references. But there are tigers. There's a tiger on Billy's backpack. And, and at one point they open a door to a portal and it's full of the alligator men who are bad guys in Shazam world. So there's a yes. There is a, so I hope this does well. Not just because I want the affirmation of these types of films. Like it doesn't have right. to be super dark to be popular, but. I want to see more of the kids as superheroes. I want to see them grow as this team. I want them yep. to get goddamn names. I want to know what <laughs> these characters are called. And I want to see Dwayne Johnson as Black Adam. I would love to see a Black Adam Shazam matchup. And I want to see, fuck it, bring Talkie Tawny in. Bring a Talking Tiger in. Just let's do it. Or at least have him yeah, a, ca- do it. Have a cam- cameo. And, like, I think... Uh, what I'm feeling in the zeitgeist is that I think people are, are getting fatigued with Marvel stuff. I'm still having a great time. Mm-hmm. I'm st- I still love the MCU. I'm stoked 
for Endgame. Yeah, I mean, it's but make I feel a, like people are like three hours and like, I, you know, and like all these movies are the same or whatever. And I, w- I was talking about Ant Man and the Wasp the other day, and, and somebody on Twitter was was like, they don't need to make any more of those. And and, and like, I, I get it. There's a lot of them. It's been a lot of years where it's just been dom. They're the dominant thing at the box mm-hmm. office. I like that there's stuff like this, which doesn't feel anything at all like the MCU. Mm-hmm. And it's an as an alternative, and it's not darker than the MCU. It's it's a lighter thing, right. and it's for a, like a different age bracket. And also, it's not as complicated. Like it doesn't have the buy-in that you need for the MCU at this point. Right. Because like, there's a lot of homework you got to do if you're just coming to see Endgame. Like, there's oh, all yeah. these. We talked about that for, for that the last are, one. Yeah, you're, yeah. Yeah. So like, it's refreshing for there to be this thing, which you can just go see on its own. And it's you know, if if the MCU isn't your bag, then there's something like this. There, uh, diversity is always great. Yeah, and that, and that includes diversity of tone and mood and style. Yeah, there's a lot of goofiness that you can do here, and also, you know, I know we've said this before with other characters, but he's kind of the Ant Man. I'd love to see this this Shazam with Wonder Woman and Aquaman and whoever whatever they do with Batman Superman. Totally, next. he would be really funny with them. He would be Paul Rudd on the Avengers, you know, and that's that's a fun dynamic to have. I know that. Cavill's probably out, and Affleck's definitely out, and I don't know what they're going to do mm. moving forward. And who knows what's going to happen with The Flash, too? There seems to be a lot of inner conflict on that project. There is a core characters here that they could build on if they really figure out how to do it, and they'd be, they'd be really fun together. And so I'm looking, for, I'm looking forward to seeing more of this world, hopefully, moving forward. I hope it does well this weekend. I hope it gets a sequel. I really, I really had a fun time. I, like I said, I went at low expectations, so as it started unfolding, I was like, oh, this is really fun. Really yeah, when you sort of let your guard down and you're yeah. like, oh, no, I, I'm enjoying this. Like, this is th- this kind of campy, and it's, you know, there's some hokiness to it, but that, that's part of the fun of it. And it's Captain Marvel. He's campy and hokey in the comics, you know? He's, yeah. he's the, big any, red, the big yeah. red cheese, you know? He's, he's always been that weird carve-out in the DC universe that still exists in the 1950s, and that's not what this is, but it totally fills that role. It's also kind of weird talking about it in those terms because this is also a movie about child abandonment. Yeah. <laughs> really like terrible that, parents. Yeah, his mom is this, awful. The bit where he goes to see his mom is like really heavy, and like she's apparently in like a not-so-great relationship, and they don't wrap that up with a nice bow by the end of the movie. No. No, like it's sort of it's sort of an ellipsis. You're really expecting it to go a different way. It goes than it goes, and it was really yeah. interesting that that's the way they went. Yeah, but like for the most part, this feels like what if? Hey, what if Chris Columbus did a Shazam movie in like '94 or something? Like, right, but just, with the modern with the modern sort of sensibilities with, of yeah, well, yeah, exactly technology and other things. But yeah, it was. Listen, I had a great time. Shazam. With an exclamation Shazam. point! Um, it's still a terrible name for a character, but we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna have just have to deal with it. It's good to be part of the Shazamly. Freddie Shazam Jr. <laughs> God, it's terrible. They can't just be called Pedro Shazam. That's dumb. But they got to figure it out. There's too many of them. Dumb in an okay way. Well, they can't, but they can't call themselves that because then they just turn into that. Right. That's the problem when your name is also your activation word. Yeah. Stupid decisions. All right. If you have thoughts on Shazam, go to ifanboy.com. There'll be a post for this show. You can 
tell us what you thought there. And uh, hopefully you enjoyed it as much as Paul and I did, which was a hell of a lot. I guess we'll rate it. Oh, okay. Out of five stars. Okay. Um, four and a quarter. I got, I, uh, 4.25. It's a, there's a lot of tilt on this. Yeah. Like it, it uh, I'm, I'm rating this subjectively like a, like a four, but maybe more like objectively, I'd probably be maybe down to a the three, but yeah, I mean, it's just like, like, it, I, yeah. I like, there's a, I want to like, I like, I want to love it. Like, and, and so I end up loving it. Well, that, I mean, you, so I have, that's... I have reservations about it and, you know, so it's like, and it's not, you know, there's a lot of great superhero movies out there, man. And it gets scary when you have to be like, well, you rated that a, a four and then you gave this a, and it's like, but you're rating them on different terms. And yeah, every film is different for different things. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. In terms of it being a, a successful Shazam movie, in 2019, I will give it a four. All right, there you go. This is a very busy month of special edition shows. We've got oh a lot goodness. of movies coming out. We've got Hellboy next week, and then we'll have Endgame in two weeks. And Paul and I will be back with Ryan to talk about Justice League versus the Fatal Five animated movie in three weeks. So you'll get a lot more movie content out of us this month. Paul will be making a bunch of appearances, yep. and uh, we'll be having a grand old time. And hopefully you'll enjoy it as well. Enjoy all the films. Enjoy the discussion. Join it over at ifanboy.com. And until the next one, I'm Connor. I'm Paul. Much love, everybody. Achilles, Mercury, Billy Batson and his mentor travel the highways and byways of the land on a never-ending mission to right wrongs, to develop understanding, and to seek justice for all. In time of dire need, young Billy has been granted the power by the immortals to summon awesome forces at the utterance of a single word. which transforms him in a flash into the mightiest of mortal beings, Captain Marvel!